0: of months, We have uh, been learning to be witnesses, walking through the book of all. And uh, if you've learned anything, hopefully you have learned that we're supposed to be witnesses. And you probably are beginning to wonder if you're like me, you're wondering, well, what in the world does that mean? You know, cause that's good. I'm glad to the next few weeks we're going to give. Are going to be, The messages are going to be like 99% applications. Okay, 98% applications, 1% why, and 1% other uh, stuff. Here we go. So uh, each one of them is designed to be, designed to be a, a smarter goal. Some of you may have heard of smart goals. I right found smarter goals. I, you know, this is not a Google this and you find out, it's all over the place. But uh, also, I think you no claim to that, but it's just uh, uh, murder goals. are specific. Uh, they're not foggy. There's like, you know, New, New Year's resolutions sometimes when they're really foggy ones. I'm going to get into this year. And then when I say that, I remember this post that was at Indiana Wesleyan University, Wesleyan College then. Uh, it's say everybody's in some shape. Some are in good shape, some are in not in good shape. So, you know, I'll do it in good shape, but say, okay, I'm not going to go to the gym, or I'm going to walk, that's specific. Okay? and They're measurable. These goals that we're going to be talking about are measurable. You can measure them. And they're, they're achievable. They're not. On the not happening. That's specific. It's measurable. It is not achievable. Not for me. Because I'm one of those guys who's not going to touch me. They're realistic and relevant. Uh, oh, by the way, I, I put these up here. Please don't copy my spelling. They're just telling me. Yeah, rooms are already you know. But it done for one right, so I back. realistic and relevant. They're realistic in the sense that, okay, running a marathon isn't uh, uh, a realistic uh, goal for somebody like you, but perhaps walking for a mile would be eventually, sure, you know, sometime in this next year. Uh, and it's relevant. It's relevant to my my goal, my purpose. One of my whole goals and purposes is to and so, you know, uh, these, these goals that we're talking about are realistic and relevant, they're time-bound. In other words, it's not like, someday I'm going to run a marathon. I have no desire to ever run a marathon. Can I just be honest? I know people that do five Ks and all that kind of stuff, and they time down getting it to me because that the the this is going to be done by such and such a time. It's time down. Uh and then evaluate uh, once once you've gone through this process and you've worked on the goal, you take a moment to pause and evaluate what's going on. And then you repeat the whole process. for me. Uh, I don't know about anyone else. Well, I guess uh, it's true about me. All the training and and, and witnessing that I've ever learned were actually done. It just didn't fit. It was unnatural. For example, when I, we took field trips, when we went from our little school Outside Lexington, Kentucky, we went into the Lexington, Kentucky to the University of Kentucky and passed out tracts and Bibles, hoping for a conversation with somebody where we could say, share the plan of salvation, the whole spiritual life, or something like that. Uh, when I was a pastor, we, I was trained to go knock on doors, telling people I was conducting a spiritual survey. And, and look for an opportunity to the plan of salvation. And you know, I was also told well, when somebody new come, comes to your church, the first thing you can do during the week is show up at the house, on coming out, compliment them on something that, you know, in the house, and, and then tell them about Jesus. You know, give them a 4 the life and tell them. sales check, I know, because I think encyclopedia for dance, and it was exactly the same thing. When you go into somebody's house, compliment somet something on the house, and start telling about the wonderful things that dance you can do for them. It wasn't as identical. Okay? None of these approaches fit me. None of them So for years I've been wondering how can a person who's not wired that way help people who are far from God, from home to Jesus? And then we've been talking about when uh, to be witnesses. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna venture to assume that most of us in this room. That series i uh, heard now is a the real practical ones. Okay. Now, I know I, I'm not alone in wondering about that. A while ago, I asked a couple of different groups that in our church family uh, what kind of topics they wanted to hear about, uh, industry, uh, What other students' comments that they wanted to hear about. And here are six groups the topics. There were like 50 topics altogether for these two groups. But six of them, listen, how do, how do you reach people who favor the relationship? convince and unconvinced about Jesus? Uh, how do we reach people who used mm-hmm. to follow Jesus actively but don't now? Uh, how can you witness without arguing? Uh, how, the hell, how, how can you help somebody become more than just a casual follower of Jesus? How can you how, I'm not the only person asking the question. How can a person who is not wired naturally to be in the vineyard or help those who are far from God come home to Jesus? Now, I was going to tell you something. this is my, uh, I'm not the only person who believes it. If you can Google it, you can find it on the internet very easily. Uh, but it's also a person out from people in our western church. A large part of our problem is that, that this question uh it is comes from failing to grasp the principles found in Ephesians chapter four, verses eleven and twelve. Chapter 4, verses 11 and 12. So Christ himself gave apostles, prophets, gave the apostles, the prophets, and the evangelists, the pastors, the teachers, to equip his people for work and service so that the body of Christ may be built up. Okay, so let me talk about that. Break that down real quick. Apostles, the apostles. The capital A apostles were the 12 apostles. They lived with Jesus, followed Jesus for his entire ministry, and saw his resurrection, and they're gone. You know, that was 2,000 years ago. Literally, apostles uh, are people who take the message of the news about Jesus to new places, new people, in new ways. If you want to under, remember what apostles can temple, you only need to remember one simple word, news. people, new places, new ways, sharing the gospel, talking to people about peace. Prophets, proclaim specific messages from the Holy Spirit, the select persons or groups, They they reveal things that can only be known if you know God, right? There's only the Holy Spirit is show to you. Me to tell yep. Thank you. Uh-huh. Evangelist. Aha, he's this evangelist. Evangelist clearly describes who Jesus was and is so that others believe in him. People like Philip, we've talked about them in the book of Acts. He shows up along the roadside, follows along a chair with a guy from Ethiopia in it, and this guy from Ethiopia is reading, and he says, Hey, do you understand what you're reading? And the next thing you know, the guy was invited him into the chariot. Philip comes to him from Isaiah about Jesus. And the guy comes up and says, hey, there's water. How would you have I down next opened and nobody wanted to talk to me. I tried to go to sleep, and here me go, I, I, I need to know Jesus. Can you help me? Really? Well, so him to the Lord, I you. It's awesome, but it's not I'm be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. And I'm a pastor. That's a good thing. Some of you have to curse somebody's government. You're welcome to do that today if you want to, by the way. I'm glad you do that. But the angel is plainly describing who Jesus was so that others believe in him. Pastor steadily cares for people. The teachers help people understand and practice what Jesus taught. some some of the things that are in the Bible and explain them so clearly and so practically that the next thing you're thinking is, well, I better do that because I know it's specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and the Holy Spirit is telling you it's only by now. Our friend Mike Hannon puts it this way the Spirit doesn't call all things. Equip saints and calls all things to serve sinners and saints. Right? I am. I'm, I'm, I'm asking. He says the Spirit doesn't call all things to equip the saints, but He calls all things to serve sinners and saints. Yeah, there we go. That's what this. That's what this passage is all about. Somewhere along the line, he got confused. And we need pastors only—somebody oh, right. who will take care of us. Because apostles always want to do new things and not make like, us oh, uncomfortable. And Evangelists are always telling us stories about stuff we can just hardly believe. In. You know. The next time the was in church for the Bible study and gave a testimony, I found that down on the road, and he was told me to go down to the road. I got on the road, I talked to people, and I had a I said, and the next thing I knew, I was in another town. I had no idea how I got there. Wait, I have driven from sleep a few times, which is scary when you wake up and realize I have no idea how I managed to cover those last 10 miles without hitting something. Thank you, Lord. But uh, well, that's not what happened to him. He was standing in one place, one moment, and he I think this river if God tells you to be an apostle, you start new things. You can't help it. That's the way you're wired. If you're not doing it, you feel like you're If God told you to be a prophet, you're quickly a prophet. You're proclaiming truth, deep truths, in ways that surprise people. If you're an evangelist, you share the good news about Jesus in ways that most of us have absolutely on how did you get away with doing that? i have seen some people like that. You know, if, if I had said, if I had said what they said, I have a broken nose and a couple of black eyes. they said it, and it was okay, and people, the person who are talking yeah. If you're a pastor, your, your, whole, your whole life is around taking care of hurting people. That's what you're wired. If, if you're a teacher, your, your, your whole focus is teaching. That's what God wired you. It's important. You present important ideas to others so they can put them into practice. Uh, it, it doesn't matter. Okay? It, it doesn't matter which of these people make somebody. All five groups work together to equip, prepare, and release all the saints to serve the lost and to each other. Not everybody's called to be a apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, but we are all called to serve. When you're following Jesus, the question will never be if you're called. And I'll say two things. Question about what is you're called sort of You are called the serve. You, you need to determine who, how, and where. And the apostles, prophets, the evangelists, pastors, and teachers are here to help you do that. So, how can a person who's not an evangelist, how can a person who's not an evangelist, not an evangelist, help those who are far from God? Come home to him. But first of all, it's something I can say, and you're all going to agree with it, but I, I want, I'm want i going to hope that it gets deeper than this one. I've heard that before. It gets down to, yeah, that's worth living for. Okay? And it's simply this we know that God wants people far from him to come home to him. And to back into In fact, the Holy Spirit works to make that happen 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, every single day of every single year. He does it in every inhabited place on this planet. He never stops pursuing people. He never relents. He never gives up on Followers of Jesus in the city of Colossae, told those two things to the fellow died clean. Colossians chapter 4, verses 2 to 6. The other child who prayed, watchful and thankful, referred to the people, first one. I'm going to inject the conversation these verses. Prayer is primarily about connecting with Jesus, about in our relationship with Him through the Holy Spirit, it's the foundation of a whole, uh, healthy spiritual life in everybody, in individual and in Prayer is the foundation. And the first thing Paul says is you need to be committed to praying regularly and often. Be devoted. Pray for us, too, that God may open the door for our message so that we may proclaim the victory of Christ for which I am in Pray for us. Prayer is not only about connecting with Jesus, it's also about sharing with Him and with each other our concerns. And Paul's concern, his request is pray for me. I want an opportunity to speak the gospel. You know, I am kind of confined. And he said, I want an opportunity to proclaim the message. He needed the Holy Spirit's power. As an apostle, Paul was an apostle in every way, shape, form. As an apostle, he also functioned often as an evangelist. This is a sidebar the apostles. Apostles can function as The Paul is an apostle function as an angel. How does he hear the Holy Spirit's power to proclaim the message about Jesus? In the case he didn't get the first time he goes on to say, Pray that I may proclaim it clearly as I should. So He didn't want to get up in somebody's case, you know, the soldier was ashamed to him. There like, was no, no choice to, to listen to Paul. speech. Uh, he didn't want to just get up in his face and tell him about Jesus. He wanted to be able to talk to him in a way that the soldier understood, and the guy would go, oh, I want Jesus. He wanted people to get it and to stop following Jesus. Then he says, oh, by the way, here's some more direction. followers, the two kinds of disciples of Jesus, there are those who are evangelists, that he has gifted and called and, and, and prepared specially for proclamation, and there are those who are evangelistic believers, They are those, the rest of us. ever happened to us. Now, again, this is one of those things that needs to go beyond yeah. I know that. So, whoa, that, that's one of the things that I've ever done with Jesus was the best thing that's ever happened to us. This is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Paul says, We need to interact with those outside of that kingdom family uh, with God. Can I be honest? I'm going to be honest. We're not good at that. The North American church, we're foolish, I added it. we're not wise. How do you know, Pastor? I'm going to like last yeah, verse, first but I'm going to send people of grace. Up. Burn or burn we never out people outside of God in the family were great. Somebody wants to start an argument and you don't respond, they will quit. It's really hard to have an argument with yourself. Okay, some of you have been called to I guess. I thought it was hard, I think it would be don't, We don't need a off the handle We don't need to argue people in you argue somebody in the a of prayer, you have not introduced them to Jesus. You have convinced them to pray a prayer. You may have possibly rolled down spiraling terms for eternity. When you do it, do it. Let our conversation be full of faith. Let me tell you about this. The and Paul says, The reason you do this no happiness for everyone. Peter says the same thing in this first letter, First Peter chapter 3. your heart, for the hope that you have. Always be ready to an answer. Now, that's our job. Evangelistic believers. Those of us who are not evangelists, not in that limited number, but we're in the big number of the rest of us. When we tell people about Jesus, Jesus, the best thing that's ever happened to us, that's what it means to revere Him as Lord. He's the best thing that's ever happened to me. I want to live and love you in such a way that you start going up and up with me. Glad you asked. Let me tell you about Jesus. We need to answer questions about what we believe and why we act the way we do with gentleness and respect. Gentleness and with no respect. And they're answering questions nobody's asking. We're going to answer questions about what we believe and why we act the way we do and why we can be be hope filled and positive in a world that's all messed up. And we're to do it with gentleness and with respect. We're to do the best on our. Side of the conversation is tell the truth in love. So, how can a person who is not an evangelist help those far from God? How can both of us who have longed to be evangelistic and believers, how can they help people who far from God come home to Him? Here's the sermon in a sentence. Different uh, uh, oh no, really We need to pray for at least one evangelist in our congregation. I'd be really happy with three or four. An army of ordinary people sent out to announce and demonstrate the ring of Jesus, without expecting ourselves to be something that we're not, to do something that's not natural. We can we can be an army sent out to to an army of ordinary people sent out to share Jesus' love with people. my own responsibility, I must absolutely convince them to follow or they will die, and you can the science. If I sit down with I, I have to a mentioned before most of the training and teaching about evangelism that I've ever had and experienced so very But so God's plan, God's plan is different. His plan for bringing people back into the human family is very different. You and I, normal, ordinary people, largely evangelists, have a part to play in them back. So here, here I'm going to give you a quick overview of, of, of the series that is. Assistance measurable, achievable, real estate, time bound, there will be opportunities for evaluation, and you can repeat the process. So here's the overview. Uh, again, this is not original with me. I can it. those of you who know me, and most of you do. It's you know, not an original thing because the first letter at each one of these spells a word. I don't do that very often. Like, once want to say three different so. so, this is not an original thing, but it's just one of the goals. Listen to the Holy Spirit every week. Learn more about Jesus. Relearn about Jesus every week by seeing yourself as well. to Share your story about Jesus. But these habits aren't simply smarter goals than the things of They're more than strategic, they have consequences, they have importance. We start with the realization that we know Jesus, and we believe Jesus is the greatest thing that ever happened to us, and the greatest thing that happened to anybody, is knowing Him, to be able to be part of His kingdom family. And because of that, we bless people, and we open up our tables, and we listen to the Holy Spirit, and we learn about Jesus, and we're sent out on this evangelistic path because we want other people to know Jesus. To ask us about our faith because they'll think we're just nice people who go to church on Sundays to sleep in it. The trick, trick yeah, the whole goal of this is to develop habits you know, to bring us together as believers and also prepare us, propel us, and send us out into the lives of others. We need these practices. They don't deplete our energy. They don't make us do weird things. They energize us. So, this week we're talking about the very first one. I'm going to talk about it quickly so you know how to put it into practice. Bless three persons each week. As specific, as measurable, as time bound, it's achievable. Uh, so, who, who, do, who do I bless? I'm glad you asked because that means it's a little more specific. At least one person in the church family. And at least one person outside of any church family. Now, some of just thought, where am I going to find somebody who's not a part of any church? There so are 50,000 in Big County alone. It shouldn't be too hard. Well, let's wait for her to go to church. How do, we, how, do we, to, how do we bless people? To bless somebody to build them up, to encourage them, to fill them uh, with hope, uh, increase their strength. So anything that relieves the burden of somebody's life, anything that helps them breathe more easily, anything that lifts their spirit or alleviates their distress, it, it could be a small thing, it could be a large thing, it doesn't matter. It's just do something. Three ways that you can bless somebody. Words are the best way, the easiest way to bless somebody. You can you can send them a note, handwritten note, or you can send them a card. You can send an email. You can text them. You can call them on the phone. But just contact three people each week, depending. Send three persons the words and support to support the closure each week. So do, do some intentional offer finding These are another opportunity for you to be jealous with your time and your coming. They know you didn't fall don't think about what to say. Don't think about how many people can answer that or what that's going you know. to give Just listen. You and I both know. Or it's an opportunity to be generous with your money, but like, uh, make sure it's a gift that they'll appreciate, make sure it's an inappropriate thing. Uh, so that's why it's a of the list. particularly for people that you just now getting to know, you know, don't take a gift with you the next time you go to the restaurant. I don't Use your words. Use your master plan. Pay for thought. All these ways to be blessed. A blessing somebody. Three people. Somebody who's not part of any church. At least one who's not part of any church. And at least one who's a part of our church family. You need to encourage each other. And we just give with no strings attached, You know, we, we don't at the end of our five minutes of listening to somebody, we don't go, Now it's your turn to listen to the news. No. You know? Uh, and we don't keep track of how many people we send notes to and they I'm pretty sure that's the first thing in the courtees, somewhere between the ones. We work with the Holy Spirit. With the Holy Spirit to change the eternal destiny of people around us. That's why we're here. If all of us are leading kinds of lives that start getting people to ask questions, then opportunities for sharing Jesus will overflow. and the more we will need gifts of evangelists to be around us to go. more of that and I want to talk about. Now, we can do it. We can tell a lot of people to about it. But if somebody comes up and asks us a question, and you're standing next to an evangelist, like, you and you're going to go, here's one of these for my family. Give a call. And then we stand up praying, because we will have that praying for these people. Number two, pray of someone's eternity depends on it. What kind of schedule do you have? If you want to be generous, hospitable, spirit-led, Jesus-like missionaries, don't try to learn lonely. not by seeking to please himself, but by seeking to please the one who sent you, the Heavenly Father. And Jesus sends us the same way. Jesus sends us to live the same way. He sends us not to please us, our desires, not to please do what we want, not to seek out what we think is best. He sends us to share his love. for and your voice. Because the people who pursue a purpose does not overlook people. People who can be forever. Help us to be people who can be interrupted at any time around.